with the word of God today. Amen. Can we receive what I amen? Amen. Thank you, Brother Jean, who's in charge, giving this opportunity Amen. today. Amen. Thank you. Uh, bless God. Bless God. Hallelujah. 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 We are redeemed yes. by the blood yes. of the Lamb. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let the redeemed say so. Amen. Let's say, I am redeemed. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. By the blood. By, By the, the blood. blood. I really just like to thank God for being here. Yes. I'm going to start Amen. out with just praying, you know. Father, in the name of Jesus, so God, we thank you. Thank you for your Savior. Two and three are gathered right in the midst of blessed. So, we thank you for always working with us. Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you for never forsaking us, Lord God. Lord, we love you because you loved us. Yes. Not for any reason that we've earned it, but because you are loved. Lord God, we thank you for this day. I pray that you speak through me, O oh Lord, that you minister to my spirit, O oh Lord, that the spirit give the letter life, O Father, and that your angels also minister to us, O oh God, and that you feed your flock and we have understanding, wisdom, and knowledge, O oh God. To do your work and to be doers of your work. Yes, so we may practice it, oh God. Yes, we may be set aside holy. Yes. Not because we made ourselves holy, yes, but because you made us holy. Thank you, Thank you Jesus, for your goodness and mercy. And all the saints say, Amen. 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 You can all be seated. Thank you, Lord. God is good. All the time. 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 God is good. So, that little worship at, at the end before I came up was amazing. Amen. That was all God. Yeah. So I came up here with attention to one thing when I left the house and when I was in the car, you know, finish off repeating the word and stuff like that. But when I came in and I felt led to the spirit to do something else. So I'm going to still try to, you know, do a little bit of what I have, but if I stray away from it, so be it. You know? At the end of the day, it says, those are led by the Spirit, not under the law. So all these different rules that we come up with, God always rules it. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't have order. It doesn't mean that, you know, things shouldn't be done the way it should be done. But we can't let our traditions rule us. Amen. We are ruled praise by God. Praise praise you know, we are sons of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, God is so good. God is so good. Uh, so we were, uh, as a church, we were studying um, the covenants and the resting in God. And last time I was here, so we're going to continue with the new covenant. And one of the things that I want to touch that really like the introduction of the new covenant that Jesus did. That's one of the things I want to touch on today. Amen. And um, this is the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I think there's no better time to do so. Amen. Um, I don't know if traditionally the Thanksgiving service is the Sunday before Thanksgiving or the Sunday after. Before? Okay. Before. Seems like everyone thinks before, so we'll go by before. So, 
All things work together for good for those who love and fear the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. yes, so I'll be touching a little bit on communion. So we could have some understanding on communion. Amen. Because that has to do with the new covenant. Uh, I want to quote the scripture, John 6, 53. Just quote it. You don't have to turn to it. You can write it down if you like to. But John 6, 53, it says, and this is the um, King James Version. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except ye eat the flesh of the of, of the flesh of man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, ye have no life in you. And when Jesus said that, a lot of his followers fell away and stopped following him because they thought, this guy is cuckoo for cuckoo pops. <laughs> he legit saying we gotta eat his flesh and drink his blood. And then he turned to his disciples and said, Alright, so what are you gonna you gonna leave me to? It's like where shall we go? You have the words of life. Amen. And this is exactly what Jesus meant, and they understood Amen. when he said flesh of his flesh and his blood of his blood. Amen. And so with communion, there's always been a lot of misunderstanding. A lot of people don't understand the reasons for communion. And if you read the word of God, he says, uh, it says that when you take communion, you are declaring his death until he returns. Amen. You know, you're declaring his death. Amen. You're declaring the purpose of his death. Amen. And so uh, we're going to do a little reading today, not a whole lot. And uh, where we're going to read from is in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 20. Little kids, we have a lot of Bible. You can grab it and you can follow along. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 20 to 34. So I know where I want to go. I pray that God get me there. So uh, we'll read the scriptures and then I'll probably do a little God's name, I would say, of what it meant, means. And then we take it from there. We'll enjoy this journey today. You said chapter 11, verse 20, right? First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 20 to 34. Pages that, sisters. Just a small Bible. Oh, their Bible is different. Just so the little kids can follow along. Pastor always say, train her up the way it should go. Mm -hmm. So I believe they should be following and reading as well, just to follow her example. Bless God, God is good. All the time. Will we all have it say amen? Amen. And when ye come together, therefore into one place, 
This is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating everyone take it before other his own supper, and one is hungry, and the other is drunk. What? Have ye not houses to eat and to drink in? Or despise ye the church of God and shame them that have not? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not. For I have received of the Lord that which is also delivered unto you, and that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. The reason why we're doing it? In remembrance of Jesus. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had sucked, saying, This cup, the New Testament, in my blood, this do ye as of often as ye drink it, again, in remembrance of me. For as often ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do shew the Lord's debt till he come. Another translation says, declare the Lord's debt till he comes. Wherefore, whoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. I think I need to stop there. I feel like God I need to stop there because in this part we find with a lot of Christians they misunderstood what this part means and let me read it again. Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now, we have to look when we're reading the Bible. There are letters, most of the New Testament, mm -hmm. that were sent out to churches, mm -hmm. that the apostles were governed. Yes. And when they wrote these letters, they had intentions of what they wanted to teach them. Mm -hmm. So if we forget the intentions or the context of what the apostles are trying to teach their subjects, then we're going to stray away from everything that he meant in the letter. And if you keep in the context in which he was talking early in the letter, he was saying that the believers that were gathered were, instead of doing the Lord's Supper, they were taking it as an occasion mm -hmm. to bring food and drink to party. Mm -hmm. So in keeping in that same context, when he says who eat and drink it unworthily, it means he's telling you don't eat and drink the Lord's Supper as if it's a regular meal. Mm -hmm. Eat and drink it, understanding the reason why you eat and drink it. Why do you eat and drink it? To declare the Lord's death until he comes. Mm -hmm. Why do you eat and drink it? In remembrance of him. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people take this and think, oh, this means that I can't take communion because I sinned. Mm -mm. We all have sinned mm -hmm. and fall short of the glory of God. Some of us sin daily, some of us sin weekly, some of us sin monthly, some of us sin yearly. You're going to sin. There's no if and but about it. So 
He can't be talking about that because then nobody can take communion. That's yes, right. You understand? You're and right. this is why context and dividing the word of God is needed. Or else you're going to run away the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Declaring his debts. What does he mean by that? The new covenant. He said, unless you eat of my body and drink of my blood, a drink of my blood, my flesh, ye have no life. And I recall Jesus, there was this woman in the Bible who went to Jesus, obviously not born again because Jesus didn't die yet, mm -hmm. but she was also not Jew. Mm -hmm. And she wanted someone to be healed. Mm -hmm. And she had great faith. Mm -hmm. Even though she wasn't Jew, even though she wasn't part of the covenant of the law. And she asked Jesus to heal someone. And she believed that It'll be done. He ain't even got to go there, anything. Just he, she had strong faith. And Jesus said to her, he says, because she's not Jew, and because she doesn't part of the covenant of the law, he said, should I give the children bread to the dogs? Right? He's not making her as a dog, but he's showing you a comparison of those that are in a covenant to those that are not in a covenant. And what belongs to those that are in a covenant that those do not belong to the covenant. And she turned and she said to him, even so, if it be that the dogs could take the, the crumbs that fall off the table. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, go let it be unto you as you believe. Amen. And he said in all of Israel, he'd never seen someone with such faith. Amen. Her faith that she had. But what I want to walk away with there is the bread was healing. They were referring to it as healing. So we know that is part of the reason why we take communion, right? Oh, I, I feel to run away with that, but let me continue going down this picture. I'm getting a little bit too heated. We start back at 28. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Mm -hmm. Examine yourself to know the reason why you're eating it and drinking it. Understanding why. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, mm -hmm. and many sleep. Mm -hmm. Many are weak and sickly around you, and many sleep. If you understand the reason of the new covenant, if you understand the reason why you break that bread and eat it, the bread, which represents his body, mm -hmm. by his stripes, yeah, by his stripes on his body, yes. you are healed. Yes. If you understood that, mm -hmm. then you wouldn't be weak Amen. and sickly. Amen. Because you understand that just like the lady that went to Jesus, and she wasn't in the covenant, she got the promise. But you are born again Christians. Mm -hmm. You are part of the new covenant. Yes. It is your blood given right yes. for healing. So that's why he said, if you, if you understood that, there wouldn't be people around you weakly or sickly. So you have to understand the reason why you're taking communion. You have to understand the power of communion. And that's a lot of confusion because a lot of people just want to take it traditionally. It's just something you do in church. No, don't take it as just something you do in church. Know that you are executing authority when you take communion. You are saying that God... This is a covenant 
You made between you and Jesus for my sake. And I, in, I inherit this covenant. All the promises of the law. All the promises of Abraham. All the promises of the new covenant. You have inherited to be blessed. To be prosperous. To be wealthy. To be fruitful. To not lack. To not be sickly. To be healed. All those promises you have inherited. And so when you take communion, you say, Lord, I remember our promise. Mm -hmm. And I know that God remembers it. Yes. So you're not taking it for God's sake. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, until he come again, you'll never drink from wine again. Mm -hmm. So you're not taking it for his sake. You're taking it for your sake. Mm -hmm. But we have to understand that the communion of itself, the communion of itself is the promise. What was the Passover for? Because the Passover was before Jesus started. The Passover was from the beginning in Egypt with the Israelites while they were in bondage to Moses. And when God was judging Egypt because they refused to let his people go, they slayed a lamb and they rubbed the blood on all their houses. That's right. So when the death angel came, Mm -hmm. All the houses that had the blood Passover. did it Passover. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason of the Passover. Mm-hmm. So here Jesus is saying that if you don't eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no life in me. Mm-hmm. Here he's saying that in when you break this bread and eat it, right? And when you drink this wine, this wine represents my blood that was shed for you. Mm-hmm. So that the death angel, so that the curses mm-hmm. of the law. So that the curses of the world will not get will pass over you. Mm-hmm. That is the significant significance of it. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus did it on the Passover, mm-hmm. he was saying that what happened in Moses' time was just a shadow of what he was going to bring to pass. Mm-hmm. Now what's happening today? The lamb that he used to Moses was a lamb of animals, mm-hmm. but a lamb that was used was Jesus was a lamb of God. That's right. And so he redeemed us from the blood. He redeemed us from the curse mm-hmm. of the law. So now we have an inheritance. And every time we take communion, we really have to understand the inheritance. And that's why, just as the truth in this entire series, I was focusing on resting in the finished works of Jesus. Because that's what he did when he died. He cleared his debt until he came. What are you declaring? The victory that is all done. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we are heirs and joint heirs to the throne of God. We are kings. We are royalty. Praise, we are princesses. Praise, praise. We are princes. Hallelujah. We shouldn't be worrying about the cares of the world Amen. and I ain't got enough of this and I ain't got enough of that. It's done. Mm-hmm. But if it's done, then you'll be resting. Mm-hmm. You know? Because resting is the highest form of having faith mm-hmm. and believing in God that something isn't done. Mm-hmm. It's done. When we come to church today, we sat in these chairs. Why? We have confidence that if we sit in the chairs, we're not going to fall. Amen. Right? Amen. So when you sat in the chair, you were at peace. Mm-hmm. You were rested. You had all faith that the chair would be able to hold your weight. Amen. Right? Amen. And that will rest in the finished words in Jesus' says. You, it's the highest point of faith. You believe it so much that you don't care about any other report. Mm-hmm. You don't care about, oh, I got enough money in the bank account, but I'm still so 
because I trust God with my finances. I'm giving to God as a thank you for what you've done, knowing that you're going to provide for me. And that's what you're resting in. Amen. But if you don't know the word of God, if you don't know the reason for the communion, then my question is, what exactly are you resting on? You can't rest on what you don't have knowledge of. You can't rest on what you don't have understanding of. He said, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. He is the word of God. So if you're resting, then what are you resting on? You have to rest in the word. You know, um, I wouldn't say what job I have problems with or because, you know, my videos are on YouTube. But at times when the devil tried to cause confusion in the workplace or the family or any walk of life that you're in, as Christians, we are believers. We have faith. And he said that he has given us ability over to exercise authority over all the ability of the enemy. We need to stop dealing with the middleman as Christians. If you have problems at work, he said you rest not against flesh and blood. Stop focusing on your poor. Stop focusing on the family member to give you the trouble. Right. If you got if you got the ability to exercise the authority, then go straight to the person with the problem. Yes. Go straight to the yes. devils and the demons that are influencing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bind them. Bind them. Rebuke them. Curse them. Mm-hmm. Let them know that God has given you all authority over them. That's what does right. it mean? He said he gave you authority to execute. He gave you ability to execute authority over all their ability. Yeah. So what does ability the devil have? All this confusion in the workplace. Right? Mm-hmm. All those sickness and disease. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are the things that you take authority over as a Christian, mm-hmm. as your blood right covenant of. Mm-hmm. And you execute that. And I started to execute that. When I get trouble at work, I, I, I don't focus on, okay, the employee, this employee, that. Because I know they're being influenced mm-hmm. by a higher power that can be seen. Mm-hmm. And I know that the power that died for me is higher than that higher. So I use my authority and execute it, and I just speak to the storm like Jesus did. Yeah. And Jesus told the storm, be quiet. Yeah. I just speak to it, and I say, Amen. I, and, I, and I just pronounce things, and I, I use my authority given to me to God, and I say, my employees are blessed. That's I say right. my store is blessed. Yes. I say my family is blessed. Yes. I say my brothers and sisters is blessed. Yes. I say my church is blessed. Yes. All my church members are blessed. Yes. I say no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Yes. I said I bind the enemy in earth and in heaven. Jesus. And I command by the name and the blood of Jesus yes. that all their plans that fail. Yes. And that's what you rest on. Yes. That's what you rest on. That's what's resting in the finished words of Jesus. You resting in what he's already done, the authority and the command and the power that he has given you. That's what you resting on. That's your blood right given covenant. Yes. You have to understand it. So when you're approaching, you're not approaching like some wimp. Your head isn't bowed down. You'll be like, let, let me not say this loud because the devil and the demons yeah. might hear. Right. We gotta want them to hear. Let yeah. hear. Because it's not gonna change. Yes. The Bible said when the when the when the prophet of Baal tried to curse the people of God, he wasn't able to. And he told the people that sent him to curse the people of God, he said, God has blessed them, and I cannot reverse it. That's right. So what did the devil yeah. hear? 
You gotta understand, you gotta rest in that, you gotta believe it beyond anything else. Beyond life and death. You gotta really, really get down and believe that. It cannot be reversed. You are blessed, you are prosperous. Yes. I love what Gene said earlier. He said that he gives because he knows number one is the right thing to do and that he loves doing it. Remember when we first started this series, I explained to you guys that the reason why God blessed Adam with everything at first is because God wanted Adam to freely do what God asked him to do for him because he loved God, not because he wanted anything. And if you guys see Gene being blessed, this is the reason why. You understand? Because he's not doing it because he wants something. The Bible said that he gave seed to the sower. But you're not sowing because you want seed. You're sowing because you're a sower. You're sowing because you love doing it. You see what I'm saying? That's the big difference. We know now that we have this blood right covenant. Right? The God say we're prosperous as a result. We are blessed as a result. You know? So we believe in that. And we do things because we love God. Amen. Not because Amen. we want things from God. Mm -hmm. He said he's a reward of those who, who diligently seek him. Yes. So regardless, you're still going to be blessed. Yes. You're still going to have. Yes. You're still not going to want. But you have to do it out of love and understand that you're not doing it to get something. You're doing it because God loves you. Amen. You want to be good. Yes. You're not doing good things, right? Because you want something. Yes. You're doing good things because God is good to you. That's Amen. right. God, and, and that's the beauty of this new covenant. In the old covenant, God's goodness was dependent on yes. how good we were. Yes. And we could never gotten it right. So that's why this new covenant is God's goodness is dependent on how good God is. Mm -hmm. And we're just recipients of this goodness. Bless his name. Bless his name. God is good. All the time. Not song, but all. Capital A. Amen. I'll read. Let's go to. Galatians chapter 3, verse 14. Yeah, 3, verse 14. Actually, sorry. Let's go to Hebrew 10, 35 to 37. Hebrew 10, 35 to 37. That will be the last scripture for today. There's a scripture that I will quote before that. Um, but we'll go to Hebrew 10, 35 
But you have it say amen? Amen. amen. Alright. Before we get to that, um, I will quote the scripture. You can write it down. You don't have to go to it. Stay right where the scripture you are right now. The scripture I'm going to quote is Galatians 3.14. And it says, That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. The Gentiles were the people that weren't part, weren't Jews under the covenant of the law. Through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So everything in that new covenant comes by faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that's one of the reasons why it's Gene saying today that, hey, uh, he really, the word is needed. And um, both of us say, like, you wish for some Bible study because we understand that everything in this covenant operates by faith. Thank you. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Amen. Without faith, you can't get the things of the covenant. Amen. And that's why I say, what are you resting in? It has to be a scripture that you're resting in. There has to be an understanding of God that you're resting in. Or you're not going to get rest. Amen. It's simple as that. This rest is not resting from work. It's resting while you work. It's not worrying. It's not caring. It's not being anxious while you work. Understanding that all things work together for good for the who love and fear the Lord. That God is going to make things work out for you at the yes. end. That's what the rest is. The rest is the Sabbath rest. Jesus is our Sabbath. And so we have to believe in his blood and his body when we take communion, understanding, declaring his death until he comes again, that we, that is all done. You know what I'm saying? It's all done. We're saved. We're blessed. We're prosperous. We have an expected end. God's going to give you an expected end. That no matter what the worries is coming in the world, he's always with you. And if he's with you, who could be against you? Amen. Who's the whole world against you? Amen. And so the scripture is Hebrews 10, Amen. 35, 36. Everyone have it? Amen. It says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which had great recompense of reward. For he have need of patience, that after he have done the will of God, ye might receive the <coughs> That's not a way your confidence. Mm -hmm. You see, the thing about it is every time someone is worrying, mm -hmm. every time somebody has cares or anxiety, mm -hmm. right? Especially Christians. I wouldn't say everybody, I say Christians. When we work, when we have fear, when we have anxiety, it's always because it's a doubt of what God promised. It's not going to come to pass. It's true. Yeah. When you worry about not having money, but the Bible says that the blessing of the Lord make it rich and add no stars with it, then you don't believe that promise. That's the reason why people don't give when it yeah. comes to offering time or tithe time. Because they believe that, oh, I this is mine, this is all I got. But he said, bring it to his house. He said, try him. Test him. Yeah. Prove him. And he will pour out to you. Mm -hmm. If they believe that, then, we'll, then they will give. You understand? They're not resting because they don't believe it will happen. Mm -hmm. Right? So cast not your confidence away so you could get a great recompense and reward. Mm -hmm. That word is very funny. Recompen recomp recomp recompense. Mm -hmm. It means all that you should have gotten. Mm -hmm. 
all that you have gotten, yeah. mm -hmm. all that you will get, yeah. you will get compensated enough. Thank you, Lord. But cast not away confidence. Mm -hmm. That's why the devil's not going to sit back and just let you do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You're going to say, I'm believing God, and then something happens. He saved you. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The devil's not going to sit back because he's trying to get you cast away that confidence. Mm -hmm. So that's why you need the word so you could rest it. So when he comes and say you poor, and the word say you rich, you do like what Jesus said, you say it. And that is the labor to rest. You are renewing your mind, fighting those thoughts to believe the word of God. Amen. Everyone understand what communion is now? Yes, yes, yes. The new covenant. Amen. Thank you for today, church. Amen. Amen. Thank you.